There is an infection in our home, my children. Someone who seeks to destroy everything that we have worked to build. But worry not. Soon they will be found out. Soon they will be brought over into our love. Soon they will join us and be made whole. Soon. Alright, welcome back to another episode of Risk Management, an actual play tabletop RPG podcast set in a science fiction universe with killer robots and blood cults. As always, I am Steve Spaulding, here with my co-host, Jess Kinghorn. Say hi, Jess. Hi, Jess. (laughs) So, uh, we had a ton of technical difficulties. And we are running behind schedule, so uh, unless you have a quick um, plug, I am going to skip my plug. Okay, quickest plug. Watch Hi, I'm Mary Mary. Just do it. If you liked Marble Hornets, but you want something more accessible, watch Hi, I'm Mary Mary. Just do it. You'll thank me later. All right, I'm done. That's my plug. Sweet. Okay, I have no plug today. And uh, let us, let me do a quick summary of what happened last time. We got jobs. (laughs) Uh, Kara and Anders um, got jobs. They got out of the integration center. Um, Luca told Kara that she'll be working in research with Sylvester, while Anders learned in a slightly more roundabout fashion that he will be um, working in security with Necton Boyle and Zen Brett. And along with that, uh, Anders got a little bit of revenge on... (laughs) Our friend Jasmine Rose, because... Sweet, twisted revenge. <laughs> he purchased a little poison from um, from Rocco No Kids Bagney and slipped it into her coffee. So, don't know what'll happen after that, but she definitely did not have a great time. Oh, no. <laughs> also managed to steal her tablet, so we'll see what the fallout to that looks like. Other than that... Uh, Oh, yeah. No, this is important. Um, two more things. They got their own cool. rooms, so that's great. Um, now they have rooms, and they're, they're going to be moving into their college dorms in their cult. <laughs> and Love it. we met, or Caro at least, met Ambrosia Hunter, who doesn't quite look like the person that was in the dossier, but also uh, might have magical powers. So we're going to see how that works out, too. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, just gonna, just gonna do it. All right, cool. So I'm guessing because Caro uh, is not herself. She is taking everything super personally right now for various reasons. And she overheard Anders 
uh, be told by Rocco no, no Kids Bagney, mate, don't trust her. And that's affected her more than she anticipated. So Anders and Caro uh, probably haven't spent much time the following evening. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if I hadn't really seen much of each other at all. Before you start in properly, can you do me two favors? Favor number one, roll a 1d10 and just tell me what comes up. Oh, okay. Uh, I got a seven. Just a flat seven. Awesome. And also give me a stealth uh, DC, uh, moderate one, uh, as if I'm going into the loading bay. Because of various things we discussed before starting recording, uh, and because of previous actions, alert is quite high anyway, so I want to say the high end of moderate, so I'm going to say nine. Cool, I rolled a 10, and with the negative one for alert, I, I got a nine. So we'll, That's beautiful. <laughs> we'll uh, discuss what happened um, with that a little bit later, but continue the scene. Anders wakes up, Caro's woken up well ahead of time, and she is nowhere to be seen. She has gone off, and Anders wakes up. Uh, Nathan Boyle arrives on the scene pretty sharpishly. Um, it's like he's been kind of... Uh, waiting for some movement from the bunks. Most people are, are like up and about and are out already. And he was kind of waiting for some like movement from the last few people asleep in the, I'm going to say integration area. I hope I've remembered the geography of the setting. Um, oh, so Anders and is still he, in integration? Yeah, no. Um, because of what happened with Jasmine Rose, uh, a couple of things were not taken care of as, swif as swiftly as they should have been. And also because oh, of the increased okay. security risk, people were quite busy anyway, so they decided to put things off until the next day, so they had kind of as much time as possible to kind of integrate, <laughs> for lack of a better word. So, um, Nathan Boyle comes to you bright and early, and very stiffly, he says good morning to you, and uh, asks if you're ready to begin your day and begin your first day as security. Anders looks up to Nectin and he just says he yawns and he's like I've been up for the last three hours Nectin Boyle you can tell he wants to say a million and one things but he like bites his tongue like he bites his tongue he bites his tongue so hard <laughs> and he goes right okay listen can we can we can we just can we just start again here like we, we're going to have to spend a lot of time together and there's just not enough time to kind of work through all this. So can we just start again as colleagues because we're going to be colleagues and we're going to be spending a lot of time together. Are we cool? Yeah, we've always been cool, man. Apart from the time you punched me in the gut, but never mind. Let's go. Yes. Water under the bridge. If you say so. He's obviously still very, very bitter and embarrassed about the whole incident. So um, he kind of, he asks you to follow him and he kind of, as, as a last thought, he kind of asks like if you've eaten, if, you, if you're hungry kind of thing. He kind of also, it's also implied that you don't really have a lot of time for food, even if you were interested in it. I'll grab lunch later. That's okay. Appreciate it though. Cool. Uh, let's move swiftly on then. So he leads you away from the integration center. And as he does, he explains that, um, you know, it's, it's, it's clear he's trotted out this spiel at least once or twice before. He explains that there's kind of a buddy system on your first day that you'll kind of be shadowing Necht and Boyle. But then he kind of interjects and says, 
But things are a little bit different today, and the last few weeks haven't been exactly standard anyway, and I might have to nip out and uh, leave you in the dorm. We'll do the dorm tour later, and um, we'll end the tour there, basically. Uh, is something wrong? What's going on? Uh, just one thing at a time. We'll get to it. I mean, the guys are containing it so far, so it should it shouldn't be a problem. It shouldn't be anything to concern yourselves with. But if it does escalate, I might need to nip out and also assist. But it should be fine. That's why we're here. That's why you're here now. And one day you'll be able to also assist in managing such situations. But right now it's a need to know basis and we need to get you trained up before you can uh, assist in those situations. So sounds great. Anders is being strangely cooperative. He just sort of follows along. (laughs) Ah, it's running smoothly. Yeah, like Nechton Boyle is kind of, uh, is kind of deviated a little from his course and he's kind of like, it's just sort of talking and he kind of makes an offhand remark of like, oh, I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if that punch in the gut earlier helped you get this job. And that's kind of like half under his breath, mostly to himself, but less under his breath than would probably be appropriate. Buddy, I've been hit a lot in my life and you just gotta really get past it. I mean, it's something that happens to everyone, and it's really a, a learning experience. Now you won't, like, stand around waiting to get punched as much. Isn't that good? I think it's good. Well, well, he kind of stops here, and he goes, well, well, yeah, it's good, but, like, people in the integration center, I mean, after the rigorous interview process, you're led to believe they aren't going to just stand up and punch you. <laughs> Well, I was led to believe that you were real security and that you could deal with the murder that happened. I guess we all were lied to a little bit. <sighs> Water under the bridge, right? And he kind of picks up the tour again and just starts walking. <laughs> Off the duck's <laughs> back. And then he just keeps going. <laughs> so he talks a bit more and he kind of goes, oh, you raise a good point with uh, that whole incident. Uh, security with the training I mean it's a very important job and we've got to make sure we've trained you up properly so today will be kind of a tour and kind of a one or two tests to just gauge your ability Um, but gradually you'll have you know you'll be trusted with greater and greater responsibilities Uh, you'll be doing the organization a great a great service you'll have more opportunities to do an even greater service to the organization but today it's you know we're not gonna we're not gonna give you the big toys in your first day let's let's just say that much and he kind of takes you down a corridor you've not been down before takes you down another corridor takes you through a series of doors and before you know it you're staring through a glass pane at what is quite clearly some kind of security center with lots of monitors um it's considering how many of the cameras are probably fake here it's quite impressive anders very rarely looks happy but he looks very happy right now but but it's unclear as to why he's happy he just sort of like stands it's like pretty cool setup you guys have got here Yes, yes. Well, uh, security is is one of the things we take seriously here at the organization. And he says that completely straight-faced. Anders just nods. I get it. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's a dangerous world out there. You know what I mean? Like, security is top priority. And again, it's just straight-faced. Like, he is totally, like, he has no reason to suspect anything different of this, even in light of everything he's been through the last week. 
so let's turn the camera really quickly over, sure. over to Caro just, just for an instant. Luca Rojas has been a little bit more, and Helen Boyle, because they Doyle, that is, have been a little bit more um, efficient in getting Caro set up in her room. <laughs> so she's in, uh, if she slept there um, last night, she's found herself in a very comfortable looking room that looks a little bit like Mickey Larson's, but just a little bit more Spartan. Uh, Mickey, mm. Mickey's room kind of looked a bit more lived in. Um, yeah. Your room feels like one that no one has actually been in before. So it's a little too clean. It smells a little too antiseptic, perhaps. Mm. Um, and it, But it's got the same basic setup. But you also don't have a tablet, um, the the kind that Mickey Larson had, which is kind of interesting, because you because otherwise the room is set up identically, okay. and it's exactly the same time Anders was awake. Um, is Kara awake right now? I mean, she's she's been through a lot. She'd probably wake up before she wanted to, but she probably wouldn't leave the bed immediately. You had a very similar dream that you had um, last time, one that has left you feeling very refreshed, even despite the circumstances of the previous day. Mm, okay. Um, y- you feel closer to the world and everything in it, even though you know that the world is a crap place, um, as <laughs> reality has proven out in the last yep. few days. Yep. To uh... um, punctuate that, you have a phone call on your on your risk management phone and it is either oh. vibrating or ringing um i'm not sure how it's currently set up oh oh she would have that on the lowest sound setting like doesn't want to be caught with that <laughs> um yeah no she would you know pick that up immediately because if that phone rings it's not good news <laughs> on the other end of the line is harlan oh uh good morning whatever can i do for you it is not a good morning. Not, not, not even a little bit of a good morning. What are you people doing over there? Uh, uh, we we are carrying out the mission that you have um, requested us to carry out, and we are trying to gather as much information as possible and get this get this mission completed as efficiently and safely as possible. Oh, you've been gathering information, have you? Then tell me something. What have you found out? This is not a good place. Uh, like. People, people, people have, you know, if, yeah, yeah, like she's trying to pick a one thing, but there's just so much. It's difficult to focus on one thing immediately. I don't have time for this. Come on, tell me something. Uh, 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 I'm just trying to kind of uh, suss out what would be okay, given the contrarian part of her brain. Like, can she tell Harlan about, oh yeah, a girl died here a few nights ago. As you're thinking, you hear yourself say that it's a beautiful place. Oh no! Wait, what are you talking about? Um, uh, I I don't know why I said that. Uh, I do know why I said that, but uh, that's not what I meant. Uh, you see, it's a very, it's a bad place. It's uh, it's uh, ooh, ah, uh, hmm. You hear yourself saying, the messengers are a wonderful organization. They're only <gasps> trying to help. They're trying to help us become more beautiful people. No! You're starting to realize that the more you vacillate, the harder it is for you to keep control of what you're saying. All right. Uh, I, is this a bit of a joke? Is this a, What are you doing over there? Uh, 
just trying to stay in character and not blow my cover. Look, there's a lot of stuff that's gone down. Yeah, someone was straight up murdered the other night. Uh, Wait. There, there, there is magic here. It's, it's not a good time. We are trying Wait. to keep the situation Wait. contained. Wait. Sl- sl- slow down. Someone was killed. Listen, I if I tell you too much more, like I'm gonna say all kinds of stuff. Can you get me proof that someone was killed in there? He seems excited for the first time this conversation. Uh, I can work on getting that proof to you. Uh, I think my colleague has some proof. Uh, I will need to. I will need to talk to them later. Oh, that's great. Oh yeah. There is a lot of play here. I can't speak too much, otherwise I'm gonna start saying the beautiful stuff again. And I don't know if I'm gonna be able to stop uh, because magic. And it's it. Yeah, we are keeping it contained. We are we are dealing with the situation. Oh, did you hear about the protesters? Protesters. Tell me more. Oh, you'll figure it out. Take care. Cool. Bye. Oh, okay, and bye. He hangs up. Oh. <laughs> you you also have a voice message from Harlan um, that came in sometime last night that he oh, says no. he's tired of he's tired of waiting and that he's going to deal with this himself. Oh I don't like the sound of that. <laughs> Harlan called fifteen times last night while you were sleeping. Ah. And that's why I have it on the lowest sound setting. So, um, what what's the first thing that you do before we turn the camera back to to Anders? Well, she can't go back to sleep now. She conceals the phone somewhere. Oh god. You have one of those biometric foot lockers that Mickey Larson had. Like my gut is telling me this is a terrible idea, but sure, why not? Let's put it in the biometric footlocker that I only, totally only I have access to. I'm sure I'm going to be proven wrong at some point, but um, yeah, biometric locks can't can't be hacked or tampered with, surely. Um, so yeah, she'll tuck it away, but she'll like bury it, <laughs> like with whatever other like a spare another spare like if she has another spare load of robes she'll like bury oh, yeah, it in you there have, you have like and like seven of them you have you in oh the, wonderful that's... she'll like just oh like she'll just stuff that footlocker full of like cloaks and things like she won't try and make it look obvious she's hiding something but like she's kind of panicking <laughs> you know give me a give me a knowledge roll of six. Why not? Yeah, that's that should be fine. I just need to roll higher than a one. Uh, I got a twelve overall. Wait, no, I cool. did not. I got an eleven? Eleven. Do I want to say eleven? Knowledge five plus six. Yes, I got an eleven. I can't do maths. I'm sorry. You're good. Uh, yeah, no, it, it's pretty well hidden. You, you feel very comfortable that anyone who was rustling around in here would have a pretty hard time finding it. It's like tucked in one of the inner pockets of one of the cloaks and, and there's like four of them sort of stuffed in there so it'd be you'd have to really be trying oh thank goodness sort of questionable why you dumped all of your spare clothing into your footlocker when you have a closet but that's a question for someone else to ask yeah it's the only other personal effects i have to like hide stuff under it would be more questionable if they found anything else in there so cool um you know, let's turn the camera back. We'll we'll get back to Carol in a second. We left uh, Nechton and Anders staring on at the beautiful sight of an actual security hub. Like, you know, for a place who has a lot of fake cameras, they actually have security. 
Oh, I'm gonna make you roll. Can you roll a perception or grace roll of... Oh, it's not gonna be that hard, but... Yeah, let's say seven. Seven on the dot. Okay, you you look... Like, some, some of these are definitely CCTV, but, like, some other monitors look like they're captured on a GoPro. It's, like, the motion huh. is, like, all wrong. It's not from a fixed point. Like, you see disembodied limbs. Like, it looks like someone is wearing a GoPro. At least one person or two. You're not sure. Um, because then Nechton kind of, uh... He kind of starts talking again and kind of draws your eye away and he kind of says, you know, security's a big thing for us, da, da, is, unless you want to interrupt him at all. No, I'm listening to Nectin. He kind of goes, he's reiterating his points about how important security is and how, you know, there's just some, there's just so many people that don't fully appreciate the mission statement of the organization and the good they're trying to do for the world. And he gets really passionate about it. And then he kind of just sort of c- catches himself in the middle and he kind of uh, kind of reels it back in and goes, well, you know, uh, this is a security hub. Um, you probably won't be given shifts here for a little while. I mean, there's a couple of like odds and ends for training wise. You need to kind of go through a couple of courses. But uh, yeah, this might be one, very well one of the few places we uh, situate you in the future. So uh, anyways, if you'd like to follow me and uh, he leads Anders away from the pane of glass and back through the labyrinth of corridors. Anders gives one final look to the pane of glass. Like, how far away is it, you know, from from the glass to the area? Um, I'm gonna say one to two meters. Like, it's quite... I'm just thinking of the security rooms I've seen in real life, and it's not, it's not huge, but, like, there are a lot of screens in there. There's a lot of different, like, angles, and there's a pretty, like, middle-sized team in there kind of monitoring all the angles sort of thing uh they're all in black clothing you can't tell what level of robe they are okay and it's just a door between them right it's a pane of glass you're not sure like there's no way for where you are to get into the room there are a couple of entrances you can see uh through the pane of glass in that room but you're not quite sure from where you are how you'd get there yet huh Okay, he follows along then. Cool, crisis averted. <laughs> so Nechton kind of refers to that as like the backstage area and that um, he kind of asks Anders, you know, don't go telling everyone that we have such a big security presence because, well, you know, people don't like feeling like they're watched sort of thing. And, and he, you know, he's again, he's saying this completely straight faced without a shred of irony. He doesn't strike you as the most self-aware person. What is it that you people do? Exactly. That is an excellent question. Um, so uh, next on the tour, we're gonna we're gonna actually uh, <laughs> introduce you a bit to uh, some of the stuff, some of the tools we use to uh, train up uh, new people to security, but also some tools that we use to kind of hone and sharpen our skills in security. Uh, it's very important to be on the top of your game at all times. Um, so um, just to kind of make the most of the facilities and space we have here we do a lot of training exercises in uh vr we've got we've got a whole research team trying to create vr simulations and uh they've been, they've worked up quite quite some uh quite some fancy uh security vr simulations uh which will probably get you on maybe tomorrow or the day after it kind of depends who we have on hand uh containing the situation anyways uh enough about that any kind of wait 
What situation are you talking about? Is there something going on that I should know about? Yes, there is something going on that specifically relates to security. It's nothing to worry about. We are containing the situation. Uh, listen, buddy, buddy, you're going to be here a while and I might as well tell you because you're going to see this a few times. Going to see this a few times in your time here. There's no way around it. Uh, we do have quite a vocal group of protesters that have shown up at the front of the facility. And usually they're harmless. Usually it's all kind of, you know, they say their thing, they, they stay there for a couple of hours, then they go home. But every now and then, every now and then, you, you gotta be careful, you gotta be careful. So we are, you know, we've got an increased uh, security presence at the front of the facility, just keeping an eye on the situation, not directly engaging. We are a presence first and a forced second only when absolutely necessary, you do understand. Wait, what is, isn't Aegis's job to take care of this sort of thing? Yes, Aegis, uh, they, they, t they usually handle this situation. They, they have the training, they have the tools, but occasionally uh, we need to step in and, uh, and uh, offer additional support. Uh, but Aegis is usually very, very uh, capable in these instances. When you say the word capable, Anders laughs, and, and he covers his mouth, and then he looks away. Um, oh, 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 I'm sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I thought that was a joke. <sighs> Nechton is considering what he says next, but he just kind of leans in and goes, if Sunday Grant says that to you, don't, she, she will not find it funny. She will just t take it from me. She punches harder than you do. So anyway, uh, and she kind of pulls away before anyone else can kind of notice they've had this little whisper. Uh, so anyways, yes, no, Aegis, very, very capable. They are capable. They are capable. We, we've bit, we've used them for a long time and uh, we've, we've, you know, we've had a good run with them. Uh, but today, a bigger crowd showed up. So we've just got a few, a few of the guys in our own internal security department just offering additional support if needed. It shouldn't be needed. It shouldn't be needed. It's very seldom is needed. But uh, we're just, you know, uh, keeping an eye on the situation if it develops negatively. Oh yeah, I forgot to ask. I got, I've got one more question. Remember that person who was killed a little while ago? Yes, yes, uh, all too well. Uh, what is your what is your question? Uh, did we do anything about it? Uh, I'm afraid that was handled by uh, more senior personnel within security. Um, apart from monitoring the situation and uh, making sure no one by yourself interfered with the. Uh, I'm afraid uh, I am not privy to the information of what happened next, but uh, it has been handled. Personal effects have been collected. The uh, body has, uh, as far as I understand, been released. Uh, so um, yeah, the situation has been resolved, and we are still uh, we're still, as far as I understand, they're still carrying out an investigation into what happened and why it happened. We we are very safe here. And uh, the higher ups are pretty. They tell me they're pretty. Uh, well, they told us in the newsletter they're pretty. They're pretty confident that uh, this will not happen again. So let's star wipe back to to Caro for for a couple of seconds. <laughs> like Star Wars old school wipe. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, Love it. So Caro gets a knock on her door. I would assume by this point she's made herself decent and everything is all kind of tidied away in the footlocker that needs to be tidied away in the footlocker. And, uh, oh yeah, and she's definitely put her phone, she's either turned her phone off or put it on silent. Um, but yeah, no, she, uh, she, she calls, who is it? 
Hello. Oh, oh, okay. Um, so she kind of just assumes it's an android and she just goes to open the door with an, without a second thought. <laughs> My name is Calvin. Calvin! It's an a- android that is is not one that you've met previously. It looks nothing like Kay. Um, this android okay. is sort of like, has sort of like a slightly darker complexion. This android has like longer, like kind of... Maybe like Samoan style features, kind of longer hair, okay. like darker hair. And this android's also wearing a lab coat um, and green robes underneath. Ah, Caro doesn't forget her manners. It is an android, but she doesn't forget her manners. And she kind of uh, extends her hand tentatively like, I don't believe we've met. I'm Caro. Calvin shakes your hand and... Oh no, she she used the wrong name, but she's she's probably kind of flustered. Um, she's probably still flustered after the call. She definitely used the wrong name, but whatever. Let's roll with it. He he kind of turns his head. I was told that your name was Izzy. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Izzy's my Christian name. You understand? Caro is a nickname my cousin uses. Uh, you know, when we were young, he was all like, uh, "Caro me around," and it's kind of stuck. But I I use Caro for uh, people. People uh, I'm close to, or are looking forward to getting close to. I wish I had a nickname. That would be very nice. Oh, well, hang around me and maybe I could give you one. You seem like a lovely, no, a beautiful person. That's very kind of you to say. Give me a knowledge roll of eight. Okay, okay, I can do this. I can do this. Uh, I got an overall 15. Oh, okay. You know for sure. So Calvin appears to be almost, uh, if he were a normal android, he would be a medical android. And Calvin, the look Calvin gives you, you you recognize it as someone who, an android who's doing a full body scan. So he kind of looks at you oh. for a little bit too long and sort of like looks you up and down and and then he smiles. You're very new here. Uh, I could have told you that. You didn't have to didn't have to scan me. <laughs> oh, I apologize. I I I'm sorry. I it's from my old life. It's I guess you would call it a habit. Habit. Yes, it's a habit. Ah, okay. Uh well, I mean, it's all right. It's fine. We've just met. Just let me know if you're going to do it again, all right? I will. It is very rare for... And he seems to be searching for a word. People like yourself. For you to meet new people? No, no, I meet many new people. Just, it's rare to meet people like yourself. Like yourself, who have been sent to the research facility. That's very rare. Usually our members are more... Oh. And he's, ser- he's searching for another word, which is very weird because... Androids think much faster than human beings, and so searching for a word seems not something that androids typically do. They usually have state-of-the-art dictionary software. <laughs> usually, we get more senior members in research. Yes. I mean... I mean, it's impolite for a lady to discuss her age, but uh, fair enough. All right. Anyway, I'm, I'm sure Sylvester knows what he's doing. Uh, you... You trust Sylvester's judgment? Sylvester is a very beautiful person. He has always done everything he can for us. All right then, so we're good. We're good. Would you like to come with me? Wonderful. 
Uh, I'm all done here. Is there anything I need? No. Just bring your smile. I'll, I'll, uh, yeah, for you. Uh, I've got a big smile for you. Let's, uh, let's get the show on the road. And he takes you out of the residential area and he takes you to an elevator and he takes you down the elevator back to the second floor. Oh, you're in the rec- recreation area, but this time it's the post-integration recreation area. Ooh, fancy. Everything just looks nicer, and it's about four or five times the size. There's like a full gym in here. There's a full kind of virtual reality rig in here. There are people in robes that are, there are a couple gold robes in here that you see. There's even one guy in a red robe that you see, sort of off in a corner reading a tablet by by himself. Might want to might wanna lean in and have a look at that tablet at some point. <laughs> if I get my stealth rolls high you enough. You see Helen Doyle at a big sort of like coffee bar, just sort of like chatting with a couple of other people in gold robes. And like always, Helen is just sort of dressed nicely and kind of business casual. She's not wearing any robe of any kind. And okay. you see Socrates Collins, um, but you... The, the man who was um, unconscious. Right. <laughs> I'll just casually avoid his gaze, but not try and make a big show of it or anything. When Helen sees you, she, she waves, but she makes no motion to come towards you. Okay, is she waving me over? Or is it just a friendly Just a friendly hey. hey. Yeah, no, um, Caro just gives another friendly, polite hey back. Kelvin seems to not be in any particular hurry so so he he's like just sort of waiting for you to lead the way towards a, a door that's on the far side of the room that you remember from the original right. tours leading towards the research area um do you do anything in here other than take a lay of the land I'm trying to think so there's like a whole coffee bar oh here? yeah no this place is significantly nicer than than the integration oh this is great she kind of asks Kelvin, is it all right if I, I mean, it's been a while, like, is it all right if I have a cup of coffee or do you not allow liquids in the research area? I think we can make an exception for you. Just so you know, the coffee oh. does not contain caffeine. Oh, darn. So it's all decaf here. You could say that. Right. Never mind then, I, I don't want any special treatment. I'll I'll just, I'll leave it for now. But it's kind of you to offer. Let, let, let's be on our way. And so he takes you, uh, he he stands by the door, actually. He, he seems to be waiting for you to open it. Ooh, do I get to swipey swipe my chip and see if I have access? You can try. Yeah, after a little bit of awkwardness, she'll swipe the chip and see if and she can open the door. And the door opens and, and Calvin smiles and he says, Oh, good. I just wanted to make sure your permissions had been updated. Sweet! Oh, I'm really excited about this, Calvin. I'm glad. I'm excited to have you. And he just sort of saunters down the hallway. Uh, she follows and she tries and takes in, like, what kind of hallway is this? Is it just a hallway or is there, like, any... there any glass panes into the research facility at all? Or so what just you see hallway? in this hallway that you did not notice during the tour is that there's a bunch of like sub labs on the side so you you see things like machine learning lab and hardware Mm. innovations lab and then you see a bunch of like more complicated terms um 
spread out. A little while ago, you noticed that the building feels like smaller than it should be based on on how sort of it's laid out. And this was during the tour, but you're definitely getting that sense Mm -hmm. that that there's like more here than the sort of layout of these rooms would dictate. Right. So it's like where you'd expect a door, there's just walls. It's like or... it's like the hallway feels too narrow to be. It feels like the room. It feels like there should be another corridor, but instead there's just a wall. It feels like the based on how large the inter or the rec area is, that the hallway should be way wider, right? Like it doesn't feel like. It, it feels like the room is not laid out the way that a person would traditionally lay rooms out. It's not efficient. There's, there's like, a lot more walls than there should be and a lot fewer doors, if that makes sense. Okay. Uh, Caro, because, uh, and, uh, like, androids have proven a well of information in the past, so she's gonna, you know, just make conversation and see if she can inspire an interesting response from this android. Um, and she kind of goes, oh, what kind of architecture is this? It's really different. Is it, like, brutalist architecture? Like, I don't, I don't know what it is. Like, some of these, some of these, like, area, like, I don't know, like, I just keep thinking of the word, like, ersatz, and I don't know why. Is that weird? Complicated. The architecture in this building is very complicated. Ah, okay. Thank you. That's the word. Okay. Complicated how? Oh. And he seems to be thinking again, and and then he smiles, and he says, There are many layers to this organization, and... And he, he, he can't seem to get the the language for what he's trying to say. So the building's no different? There's layers to the building? Yes, that is a... That is perfect. Yes, you have described it very well. I do what I can. (laughs) The building has many layers, and you will see more layers the longer you are here, I think. I haven't been here long enough. I only see a few layers. Oh, okay. Well, do you see anything that I might not be able to see right now? He, He looks to you, and then he looks away. Perception is complicated. Right. Okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to overstep any bounds or anything. I'm just curious. You're in research now. Curiosity is an important skill. Good, I'm glad you understand, Kelvin. So as you walk down the hallway towards the door leading into where it looks like you're going, there's a small sort of like a hall that feels like uncomfortably narrow, kind of like jutting off to, to your right. And there's like, it feels like something that you would have missed if you weren't looking for it. Um, and it definitely does not look like it was designed in a way that it's not, it feels out of place. Okay. Yeah, she's just gonna off the cuff ask Calvin, ooh, what's down there? And Calvin turns to you and he's like, look for yourself. Oh, is it, is it alright if I, is that okay? Can I, is it alright if I just have, have a nose? Kelvin almost snickers, um, which is very strange coming from an android. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> and he says, yes, you may look if you would like. All right. If this isn't, you don't have like a, a big old crocodile or something down there. It's not going to be a nasty surprise, is it? There is no crocodile. And there's nothing as bad as a crocodile. Oh, there is definitely nothing bad down there. Cool. So I'm okay to go down here. All right. 
do you want to come with me or shall I come back? I've already seen it. All right, uh, I'll, I'll be only a moment. And so she slowly, quietly makes her way down this corridor against my better Give judgment. Give me a perception roll of eight. That's uh, seven total. Okay. You can't be sure, but like you see something red in front of you. Oh, no, 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 not the red. <laughs> red is bad here. Do you, I mean, like, you're in the hallway now, so you're about halfway there. You're not very close, but you're also not very far away. So w- what do you do? <sighs> Against her better judgment, she moves forward at a glacial pace so that she can react if anything, like, comes at her. You have no idea why your eyes are like this, but it, like, you should be able to see what's in front of you because it's not that far down this hallway, but your eyes won't resolve the image. But it looks like a red door. Ooh. What do you do? You're, you're about three-fourths <sighs> of the way there. She's weighing up the options. I, I mean, it's right there, and no one's stopping her. She's probably going to have to go near a red door later. Now might be a good time to overcome the fear. So, uh... With an arm outstretched, she very slowly shuffles towards the door. How far away are you from the door? Oh, uh, I want to say, like, a meter? Two meters? Somewhere in that region? Do you touch the door? Do you, uh, actually, I'll give you two choices. Do you look at the door, or try to look at the door? Do you touch the door, or do you just sort of stand there? Try and look at the door first, and if the image will not resolve, then try and touch it and use a different Give me an occult roll of five. Oh, gosh darn it. <laughs> Let me remember what I have for a cult. It's another dump stat. Yep, okay. Uh... Oh, goodness, okay. Cult 2 plus 3, that's 5. So, oh, wait, did I make that roll? You sure did. <sighs> so, the door has no lock, locking mechanism that you can make out, and oh. the door has no doorknob. Oh. I can't, like, get my nails into, like, the space between the door and the door frame or anything like that. I can't open it anyway. There's no light coming from the... It's, it seems not entirely sealed, but so close to being sealed as to basically be sealed. Can I knock on the door? <laughs> yeah, you can do that if you'd like. Um... <laughs> I'm gonna do this because it's funny. She kind of goes... Do you want to build a snowman? A second before you knock on the door, you feel an arm pulling pulling you back. Oh, okay. Who, whose arm in it is it? So you can resist. Uh, well, I'll tell you after. You you can either resist or you can or you can let the person stop you. It's probably for my own good that they stop, given that you threw an occult roll at me. But that's metagaming. I have to justify it in character. Uh... So, like, someone, it's fast, it's, it, and it's, like, hard. They're not, this is not, like, someone gently, like, tapping your shoulder. This is someone violently gripping your arm from behind. Okay. Uh, Caro would, is not a fighty-type person, so she'd probably, yeah, she'd probably just go, oh, okay, sorry, I, I guess I wasn't meant to do that. What are you doing here? You hear oh. Sylvester's voice. Oh, sorry, um, I was with Kelvin and he was showing me around and I asked what was down here and he said I could go look, so I saw this door and, well, when you see a door, you knock! Sylvester turns you around and Sylvester 
is not built like he's not a huge person, but he is feels impossibly strong. Oh, I bet. And he he sort of spin, spins you around and he like looks at you. Oh, I didn't realize I wasn't meant to be down here. I didn't mean any trouble. Sorry. And he he seems to look right through you for a second. It's fine. Don't worry about it. <sighs> Calvin put you up to this, did he? Um, yeah. Uh, I had a feeling there was something down here that was unpleasant, but I thought it was kind of like a practical joke or something. Like, you <laughs> knock on the door and it screams at you or something. I don't know. Something that spooks you a little. I didn't realize it was a no-touchy kind of situation. Sorry. Oh, for Calvin, it was quite a practical joke. Um, but we don't have time for this particular joke. I need you with all of your wits about you. So, all right. <sighs> oh, oh, I see. It's that kind of door. All right, then. I won't ask any more questions about it. Should we head back to it, then? Uh, back to the tour? <laughs> oh, there's no tour. You're, you're going to work. Oh, yeah, sure. I'm happy to... Yeah, let's let's get back to it. And he sort of takes you by the hand in the way that... that too many people in this organization are apt to. She never gets more used. She never gets more used to it. She doesn't like it, but she goes along with it. <laughs> and he gets out in the hallway, and Kelvin is laughing, and it's not like a mean-spirited laugh. It's not the kind of laugh you've seen in too many people in this organization. It's just sort of like this kind of fun and funny, like "Oh, I got her" kind of laugh. But coming out of an android, it seems impossible to you. It. I don't know why, but like, is it kind of like a little kid laughing and not realizing the full extent of the joke? Like, uh, I'm trying to think of like uh, a little kid that hasn't properly developed empathy and wanted to play a practical joke, but nearly ended up blinding someone or something as grave as that, and they're laughing, but they don't fully understand. Someone could have been really hurt. Is that is it that kind of laugh? I wouldn't necessarily go with a little kid, but I would go with that last part. It feels like someone who doesn't quite understand the consequences of what they were about to do. Oh. Has, like, seen it happen before and has found, but doesn't really get what what was about to happen to the person. I will have questions for Kelvin later. (laughs) So, Kelvin, Kelvin, like, Sylvester gives Kelvin kind of a death glance and Kelvin cowers a little bit and he follows behind you two and into a large research lab. All right, let's turn the camera back to Andrews. Right, okay. Back to my notes. Let me just find my place. So, in that time, uh, you've also found yourself in the fancy part of the recreation center. So, yeah, no, uh, you don't find yourself directly in there. You find yourself just outside and Nechton's... uh, kind of like, uh, if you wouldn't mind doing the honors, I just want to check your permissions on your chip. Sounds good. And he runs his arm along the um, biometric lock. It comes up red, and Nechton's like, huh, that's weird. Uh, Try one more time for me. And he tries it again. Oh, wait, no. Oh, sorry. Uh, Yeah, yeah, no, I I remember now. Um, so, uh, I think Jasmine was meant to alter your permissions a bit, and but she got ill or something last night, so she didn't get round to it, and a couple of things haven't gone through, so uh, I'll just uh, swipe all the doors open for you. Sorry about this. Oh, this is really embarrassing. 
it should be fine by tomorrow, but, um, sorry. Uh, so he just kind of stalls and starts a bit more and he just swipes his arm on the, uh, on the reader. Oh no, is Jasmine okay? <laughs> With that delivery, I kind of want to make you roll for it. Sure. <laughs> Um, like that, that like roll was so that that delivery was so good. Uh, <laughs> I imagine like Nechton Boyle's kind of got other stuff on his mind, so I'm not gonna make it too difficult. Can you give me a six social? I rolled a seven. Oh okay. Uh, so yeah, Nechton doesn't think anything of your uh, tone, uh, and he kind of goes, "Oh, she's uh, she's taking a personal day. She uh, wasn't feeling so great, and uh, she's taking a personal day today." And probably tomorrow, probably for the foreseeable future, honestly, is what I've heard. But yeah, it's fine. Uh, it's okay, we'll get someone else to alter your uh, permissions and that'll be done. That'll go through tonight and you'll be fine. So you'll, I'll help you get into your room and then at night you'll be locked in your room, but you'll be able to get out in the morning, if that makes sense. If all goes, if all goes well, Wait. Uh, otherwise I'll be helping you out of your room in the morning as well. I'm going to be locked in my room. Yeah, I mean, unless you want to sleep in the integration centre again, but, um, choice is yours. Yeah, okay, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Let's let's just move on. Oh, yeah, not a problem. Uh, we'll revisit that topic later. Who knows, maybe someone will have, uh, put the change through whilst we can, uh, carry on with the tour. Anyways, uh, the, the, our, you know, our crown jewel of access, the, the members-only recreation centre, and he opens the door and kind of he holds it open for you and he beckons you in. Anders goes in. Um, so yes, as we established before, it's very, very nice. Uh, the VR head, uh, the VR kit is what I want to kind of focus on a bit more. There are no wires. It's a thing of beauty. There are no cursed wires. <laughs> it's all wireless. It's, it's still not quite top of the line, but it's pretty nice. Like, it's pretty nice consumer grade wise. It's not the top end of consumer grade, but it's super nice and it looks beautiful. It's obviously been well looked after. And uh, yeah, there's a couple of other people around here that you suspect are also kind of doing like security integration. And one of the people who is also being integrated is, if I can just remember which tab my notes are under, I'm pretty sure that I put down Henry the high-strung guy yep. from before. Yep, 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 yes, that's him. Yes, because Matthew is the older guy and Henry is the younger guy, if I remember correctly. But yeah, uh, Henry is here. He has now been green-robed, but that's the only guy you kind of really recognise. It's the only guy you've kind of spoken to. And I mean, there's a few faces there that you recognise because you've seen them around, but Henry's the one that really sticks out because you've actually spoken to him and you've had a conversation with him. But yeah, he's being integrated as well. There's a bit of a queue for the VR station. There's someone kind of like ducking and weaving uh, in VR and they look ridiculous, but um, it kind of gives you a flavour of what that possible security demo is. Um, but yeah, there's a couple of people lined up. It's not a long queue, but um, yeah. So uh, Nechton kind of mentions, yeah, yeah, we got we got a bit of a wait. Um, so yeah, why not take a load off? Um, we've got we've got coffee. It doesn't have any caffeine in it. We only serve decaf on the premises for various reasons, various policy reasons. Um, but we do have some coffee if you'd like to get a drink. We have a beautiful gym here. Like really, this equipment is. It's really very, very nice. And uh, so if you wanted to, I could show you the ropes of that. I'm not sure if you're a fitness fan or not. And uh, Anders laughs again. 
Well, I, I guess with uh, the force of that punch, you'd have to be. You'd have to know what you're doing. So yeah, it's up to you what you'd like to do. Um, we've got, oh, I'd say 10, 15 minutes. Anders is like, cool. And without any other preamble, he goes over to talk to Henry. Okay then. Uh, and Nechton just goes and gets himself a cup of coffee. And um, Henry is just kind of like nodding along and studying what the person currently in the VR rig is doing. And he's just kind of watching and he doesn't notice Anders at first. So the first thing Anders does is he looks, now that he sees Henry, so Henry's wearing a green robe, right? Yes. He looks him up and down. Are there any obvious parts? Are there any obvious um, cybernetics on him? Um, Since you're specifically looking for it and like Henry's doing nothing to hide it, not that you can see, which is odd. Interesting. In, in which case, he goes over and he taps Henry on the shoulder. I think Henry and him did not have a, a great first meeting. <laughs> well, it was better than him and Nechton Boyle. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, Henry uh, is kind of surprised to see you and like his, his expression hardens and he's like, but he doesn't, he's not rude or anything. He's like, all right, it's uh, buddy old pal, old friend. It's uh, good to see you again. Uh, I see you've... Uh, got up in the world it's uh it's good it's good yeah good to see you too nice new duds you're wearing yeah oh yeah and like he's kind of like smiling he's like obviously very proud he's like yeah yeah it's uh it's crazy it's crazy it's really something it's really something so are you getting getting on okay here everything going okay uh i mean yeah i mean i'd, I'd feel better if matthew was here but um He's not taking this as seriously as I am, let's put it uh, that way. And uh, yeah, he's uh, st- still still a grey robe. I I had such high hopes for him, but uh, he's still, still, still in the integration centre doing goodness knows what. So, I mean, apart from that, it's nice. And he kind of gestures to his guide. I'm just going to quickly look at names. Freya Tupper. He gestures to his guide and goes, oh, this is, this is Freya Tupper, m- m- my guide. Uh, she's been showing me around. And Freya kind of smiles like sugary sweet at you, but she doesn't say anything. She just kind of waves. And um, yeah, no. What kind of robe is she wearing? She's actually wearing a gold robe. Anders looks looks over to her and he, he kind of nods. Hey, so. And she nods back. <laughs> so what are you like? Is his like agent or whatever? The, the person who looks after him so she begins to speak and her voice sounds really odd it sounds heavily synthesized um she like she looks like a normal person but like her voice is it is it's kind of like it's kind it's not robot voice it's not robot voice it's kind of more crackly and synthetic rather than you know anything else um trying to trying to think uh like uh, you know how with a cochlear implant, uh, that doesn't just translate oh, sound yeah. on a one-one thing. It's quite kind of crackly and scratchy. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So it sounds a little bit like that. It doesn't sound like completely alien from a human voice, but it has like that synthesized like aspect to it. And uh, she begins to speak, and then she kind of goes like. She kind of raises her hand because she realizes, like, this is the first time you're meeting. She probably should explain, like, and she kind of like um, pulls her robe down a little bit. And she kind of points to her throat and, you know, 
kind of makes a vague sort of gesture like, yeah, my my voice box is, you know, it is what it is kind of thing. She, she, she talks a lot with her hands. You, you get the sense that she tries to only speak when absolutely necessary. But yeah, no, she kind of, you know, says that, yes, no, I'm... I, I helped sign both uh, Henry and Matthew up and I'm just so pleased to show Henry around to the next step. I'm, you know, so proud of him. Andrews actually smiles, like a real genuine smile at her and kind of looks around the room. What percentage of people would you say in the room at the moment have obvious cybernetic implants? Obvious cybernetic implants, it would be in the region of 25% of the people in the room. Okay. And he kind of like nods to himself. And then and then he's like, yeah, I'm sure you are very proud of him. This place does do some interesting work. And she uh, just smiles and nods. She doesn't say anything more. She's uh, definitely someone of few words. <sighs> so wh- what do you two do around here? Like, wh- what's your job? I mean, I know you, you're his agent, but do you, like, are you a recruiter? Like, like Jasmine or... She kind of, you know, makes a gesture and she's kind of like a little bit of this, a little bit of that, kind of with her hands. And Henry kind of steps in and goes, oh, yeah, 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 no, she's 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 a recruiter, but um, she's also like quite high up in security. And uh, yeah, no, she she's I bet she knows all of the ins and outs of this place. And she kind of like does a gesture with her hand like, oh, stop, like you flatter me kind of thing. Like, but also kind of subtly like, no, really stop. <laughs> oh, hey, you're you're high up in security. I'm in security. This is great. Oh, she kind of, she she cuts in then and she goes, oh, not that high up, not that high up. Oh, do you know Sunday Grant? Her smile grows a little thinner and she says, I know of her, yes. Yeah, we're like real good friends. And her, like, she, she raises her eyebrows a little disbelievingly and she goes, oh, really? Yeah, no, we're, we're really close. We went to chapel together. There's the briefest moment of an expression that's a bit... A bit incredulous, but that passes, <laughs> and she goes, "Wow, you must be really close." Yeah, we're we're real good friends. And and he looks over to to Henry, and it's like, "What are you playing, buddy?" Um, Henry goes, "Well, I'm. I hope to be playing one of the security demos they have, but this guy, <sighs> like, I've been looking at the screen, and well, it's 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 rude to talk when he's just right there, but he kind of like." lowers his voice a bit and kind of leans over it's like he's taken a completely sub-optimal route through this level and like he's missed all of the pickups and i don't know how he got even this far honestly how he made it him his way onto the tour and like freya kind of like taps his shoulder like don't be mean and henry goes i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm just like he doesn't know what he's doing is what i'm saying and like freya taps him again a little harder and he goes okay 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 i'll stop i'll stop Oh wait, is this, wait, is this a security thing? Like, is this what I'm supposed to be doing over here? Uh, Henry goes, yeah, 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 like, um, this is just kind of one of a few, like, sort of demos they'll have you do before they kind of put you out in the line of field, as far as I understand, and he kind of looks at Freya, and Freya nods and smiles, and he continues with that reassurance, and he goes, yeah, so, uh, this is just kind of a basic one to test, like, reaction times, and kind of general fitness but then they get a bit more intense and uh, as I understand it they uh, take you to another place with an even fancier VR rig uh, than this one for like the final couple of simulations but they're spread out over a couple of days because the later ones are quite taxing as far as I'm aware oh this is awesome he looks over to to Nectin and to see if Nectin is 
what Necton is doing. What's Necton doing? He's on his third cup of uh, decaf coffee. And Anders just say, it points to the rig. Can, can I? Can I try? Uh, well, when this guy will blooming find his fiddly way through the blooming maze, yes. And uh, Fr- Freya just kind of like. She's trying not to laugh uh, because, uh, as I mentioned before, Henry does not like to swear. He really, really doesn't like to swear. So he he, he tries to say anything else. And uh, Freya is amused by this. Anders taps the guy on the shoulder. Guy hits pause and he kind of like shifts his uh, VR uh, helmet off. And he's like, buddy, I'm in the middle of something here. Hey, uh, I think you've you've logged enough time or whatever. I think there's some other people who are waiting in line. I'm, I'm this close. I'm this close to the end. Like, just just five more minutes. Five more minutes. I can I can do this. I can do this. I can definitely do this. And, like, uh, Henry does not look convinced. Like, he's shaking his head really unsubtly. Like, no, this guy would need longer than five minutes. It's the sense you get from his expression. I, listen, I mean, like, I don't make the rules around this place, and I'm not going to tell you to get off or anything. Like, I'm new here, as you can see. But what I will say... No, never mind. Just get off the thing, please. Social of one. <laughs> uh, since you mentioned social, let's see how persuasive you were. Because this guy is, like, convinced that he can finish this whole simulation in, like, five minutes, even though he's nowhere near the end. Like, he's been kind of, like, going around the same room, checking all the corners over and over again. Like, he's so lost. So I'm gonna say... Let's, because this is quite low in security. He's just been like integrated in security. So I would say, let's say, let's say a nine social. Oh God. Uh, let's see how badly this goes. I might regret this myself. I got a seven. Ooh, let me just check. That is, okay, below by two failure. The action fails with no further consequences. Oh, okay. Uh, so yeah, the guy just kind of shoves you away and puts the headset back on. Oh, does he literally shove Anders? Yeah, he just kind of goes, he just kind of go t- goes tisk and just kind of like, not a proper like, shove, but he just sort of like, tries to push you away from him. Take down. Ooh! <laughs> this is quite a small fry in terms of security, but to get into security, he will have had some security experience. But um, I'm guessing this guy was, you know, maybe he was a bouncer on weekends or something like that. I, I don't think he's, I don't think he's a super, super, he doesn't have the training Anders has, let's put it that way. Um, and he's, he's unarmored. Let's say 11. Let's say strength because he was a bouncer. 10. Ooh, okay. Uh, right. Should I use the failure rolls for all the failure rules for all other rolls uh, in terms of this takedown? Yep. Okay, so in taking him down, I'm gonna say you get him like part of the way there, and then he like shoots out a leg and tries to kind of knock you down, and it's this whole big thing. It's a whole horrible mess, and like yeah, the VR headset does come off of his head. <laughs> And <laughs> like Freya is just watching this. This is entertaining. This is the most entertainment she's had in probably weeks. Oh god! Henry is just a bit stunned. Like he's like, 
Oh gosh, what does Anders do in this situation? So, so so far neither of them have taken any damage, right? I'm gonna say because both of you have like a background in security, and you outrank this guy. I'm going to say you've not actually taken any damage yet. Okay. Uh, I know Anders is on the ground rolling around. Does does this seem like a situation where people are trying to break this up? Like, or does this seem like a situation where everyone's just kind of watching to see what happens? So far, everyone immediately surrounding you is watching, but um, Anders might not have noticed this, but Nechton is kind of like, oh goodness, he's getting into fights already. <laughs> like he's, he's, he's abandoned his coffee and he's heading over, but he's not there yet. Okay, um, I'm going to try one thing and, it's, and Anders is going to be like, you really want to give up right now, my friend. Oh. Is he just saying that, or is that accompanied by any sort of action? So he, I mean, he, like, this is sort of like a grapple, so they're both kind of rolling around, like, evenly, I, I guess, at this point. So he's just going to say that for now, so he's not making any additional moves yet. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, the guy, the guy is incensed, and I don't want to put too fine a point on it, but he tells you to piss off. <laughs> and he's still, he's still fighting. He's still fighting. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, let's... Let's roll initiative. I'm gonna, well, okay, I guess I'm the only one in this combat, so so okay, <laughs> let's see how this goes. <laughs>